Life Action Ministries presents Base Camp Adventures. Mountain Man Jack! Oh, morning, Piper. Do me a favor and hold the rest of this rope while I finish tying these knots. Okay, Mountain Man Jack, but we have a problem. I'll say. My bones are aching, could be a storm of brewing, not to mention the fraying on that rope at your feet. I got all the right knots tied, then saw the frame and thought, can't let the climbers climb with this. Mount him in, Jack. I thought, nothing for it but to tie all the knots again on some better rope. You know why rope is so amazing, Piper? Mount him in, Jack. It's the multiple strands. That's what makes a rope strong. You know, there's a Bible verse about rope. If I can remember where it is. Mount him in, Jack. We have a different problem. Well, now hold your horses there, Piper. What are you going on about? Well... All the granola bars are missing. I thought maybe Terrence got up and ate some in his sleep again, but I did a thorough dental examination and found no trace of any granola in his teeth. Well, that's kind of gross. So then I thought maybe Molly ate them, but she's allergic to flaxseed, so it couldn't have been her. And I didn't eat them. I think a bear got them. A bear, huh? Did he find any wrappers lying around? Nothing. Gone. Poof. Just like that. Hmm. Well, we'll just have to keep an eye out. But for now... We need some more water. Here, take this here pail and fetch some water from the creek over there. Okay, I'm not going to get eaten by a bear going from here to there, am I? Nah, you'll be fine. Go on. Ah, not that way, Piper. A little to your left. A little more. Yeah, right behind those bushes. Why would the water next to the bushes be any better than... Ugh, Mountain Man Jack is so confusing. (laughs) <gasps> Hello? H- who's there? Uh, Mountain Man Jack? Stop trying to scare me! <laughs> I get it! Funny joke! The bush water is better! Who... who is that in there? Albert? Now, I'm a fierce mongoose! <laughs> Albert, get out of there! What are you doing here? I just wanted to climb with you guys! But how did you get here? Wait, you're the one stealing their granola bars! following us this whole time? What's going on here? Oh, hello. What's your name? Mountain Man Jack, I found our granola bar thief. Explain yourself. I'm Albert. Albert Adelford. I'm a friend of Piper's. Well, not really a friend. I babysat Albert a few times last summer. Well, you temporarily supervised me. I am not a baby. Of course not. Nice to meet you, Albert. Where'd you come from? I used to live in Happy Heart City, but now I'm older. And I want to climb Mount Eternity. You're too small. I am not. I am in third grade, top of my class. That's old enough to start base camp. Isn't that right, Mountain Man Jack? It sure is. But it's never right to steal, Albert. You should have let us know you were here. I would have given you some food. Yes, sir. I'm sorry. You also just can't start climbing. You got to be trained. And I'll need a permission slip from your parents. Right here. Permission slip signed by Adam and Anita... Adelford. They're my parents. We printed it off the Basecamp website. That's fine and all, but I'm afraid you're still not up to date on your training. I hate to say it, but I'm going to have to take you back down to the city and you can climb next month. Uh Uh-oh. On second thought, we should probably wait till this storm passes. Piper, you've experienced watching Albert. I'm making you his temporary supervisor. What? But Mountain Man Jack... Now, now, Piper. I need you to obey me. I have the rest of the group to think about. You can handle Albert. You're not going to give Piper any trouble. Right, Albert? 
No, sir. No trouble at all. Ha! You don't know this kid, Mountain Man Jack. Piper, I'm counting on you. You're one of the older kids in base camp, and I want you to be a good example for Albert. All right? Ah, <sighs> yes, Mountain Man Jack. Albert, what are you doing? I'm building a snare out of ropes and healthy young saplings. We don't have time for this. We need those ropes for climbing. Uh, Piper, wa watch your step. Ah! Wow, it worked better than expected. Oh, yes, it's just wonderful. Now get me down. Okay. Oh, the blood is rushing to my head. It's doing wonders for your complexion. I thought you were looking a little pale. Ah! You see, it's all in the weave. That's where the strength comes from. Albert, what is this? Oh, hi, Piper. I'm showing the others how to make a hammock out of duct tape. Albert, that is so wasteful. Give me that tape. Just be glad Mountain Man Jack keeps extra tape. What is that? Oh, well, that's my duct tape sailboat, in case of flash flooding. And that little duct tape cabin in that tree? That also is in case of flash flooding. Albert! What? Forest poppers to scare away bears. Should I even ask what forest poppers are? Oh, they're just pine cones covered with a flammable substance. It's made from some wild berries and some gasoline I siphoned from that old abandoned truck over there. No, 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 no! That is the last straw, Albert! You are not going to make flammable pine cone grenades that could burn down the forest! Give me that! No, please, they're perfectly safe. I've been working on these for hours. Give me those pine cones now! <laughs> give me, no! Let go! Give it back! Look out! Get down! Piper, are you missing an eyebrow? Yes, thanks to Albert. Things not going so well with Albert? You could say that. In the past two hours, he has managed to string me up in a tree by my foot, wasted all our duct tape, and nearly set my face on fire with his silly forest boppers. You know, Piper, I know how you feel. When I first started teaching on Mount Eternity, I had my fair share of difficult campers. But most of them turned out to be my most rewarding pupils. Well, my pupils are in terrible shape from all those pine cones flashing. I'm practically blind. I just don't know what to do with Albert. Oh, I think you do know what to do. The same thing you should do in all difficult situations. Remember? Call out for Grace. Grace? Yeah, Grace. You know, like the rope. Wait, rope? What? Oh, I guess I haven't taught that lesson yet. <laughs> When you've been teaching as long as I have, sometimes all the lessons run together. Well, now I know what story I'm telling tonight. Okay, kids, we'll stop here for the night. Marshmallows? Check. Check. Juice boxes? Check. Check. Alrighty then. Now for our story. But first, I have a question. Has anyone ever had to call out for help? Hmm? Anyone? Help for anything. Like, help with your homework. Or, help with your chores. Or help from God. There are lots of times I need to ask God for help. Like if I'm mad at someone and I want to call them a name. Or when I was a kid and my parents wanted me to wash the dishes. I call out for God's help all the time. And the help that God gives is called something very special. 
Anyone know what God's help is called? Piper? Uh, Grace? Very good, Piper. Grace. Grace is kind of like a rope. If any of you were to fall off a cliff and hurt yourselves, what would you do? Call for help. That's right. And then, if I heard you call for help, I would lower this rope down to you so you could climb back up off the cliff or the hole or whatever it is you fell down in. Now, our story tonight is about a boy who had to call out for help a lot. His name was Marcus. Marcus lived in a country far away. Marcus was an orphan. He didn't have any parents, and he worked in a terrible orphanage run by a very mean men and women. His life wasn't very happy at all. But then, one day... Keep that millstone grinding or there'll be no breakfast in the morning. You hear me? You keep working. Oh, Mr. Mule Door, sir. What is it, Mr. Granule? Can't you see I'm busy? There's a gentleman at the door for you, sir. A gentleman? Not another lawyer? No, I've never studied the law. I am, however, here to enforce it. Captain Grant of His Majesty's Royal Navy. Captains? Lawyers? All the same in my book. Rich young ragamuffins, that's what's good for you. How dare you, sir? You insult us. William, be still. Hey, who's this? This is my first mate, William Dante. And you respect his royal highness, Mr. Muldor. Royal highness, eh? Last I checked, sea captains weren't part of the royal hierarchy. Well, if you're not familiar with me, uh, perhaps you're familiar with my father? The king? The, the the king? But but then that would make you... Prince Grant, your future king! Oh, uh, uh, begging your pardon, sir. I, I had no idea, sir. No need for that at all. Now, on your feet, Mr. Mulder. I'm here to inspect this uh, establishment of yours. Oh, uh, you won't find a more prosperous, a more efficient, or a more profitable workhouse in all the land, sir. We work our boys hard and don't take any lip. Discipline and enforcement is what we're about here at Mule Door and Mall's workhouse, sir. Are you out of your mind? Uh, s- sir? This place is awful. Vermin and refuse run amok, and these boys and girls look starved. Upon first glance, it's clear that this place befits no decent young lad or lass. Well, th- that's just it, sir. Ain't a decent lad or lass in this lot. They're all troublemakers, sir. If I didn't give them a home and work, they'd be prone to violence, sir. Crime in the streets. The real crime is keeping these poor children in this pit you call a home. You there, boy. Come here. Me, sir? Yes, my lad. Come here. What's your name, son? Oh, uh, th- this one I is... I believe he asked the boy. Not you, Muldor. Don't be afraid, son. What's your name? M- Marcus, sir. Tell me, Marcus. Are you happy here? Marcus, it's okay. Look at me. Are are you happy living here? Well, not really, sir. Why, you little... Step back, Muldor! I can see why, Marcus. This place is no place for you. How would you like to come with me? I'm the captain of a ship. You can come and live with me and my crew. It's hard work. But you'll have food and good clothes and a soft bed to sleep on. But most importantly, 
You'll be shown care and love that you will not find in this place. Sir, are you saying you want to adopt me, sir? Yes, Marcus. I want you to be my son. Would you like that? Oh, sir. Very much, Captain. I, I mean, father. Very well. It's settled then. Mr. Uh, Muledor, you are to release Marcus and every child in this place into the custody of His Majesty the King to be placed in kind, loving homes away from this wretched place. William, free them. No, you can't! Oh, I think you'll find he can. All right, everybody. Children, follow us. We're going to take you out of this place. So, Marcus, what do you think? Oh, Father, it's more wonderful than I'd ever even dreamed. I've always longed to sail the seven seas and have a father of my own. I just never thought I would have both. Oh, that's wonderful, Marcus. And uh, what about your new clothes? The most comfortable I've ever worn. A little tight at first, but I got used to it quick enough. Yes, and it fits you splendidly. One fine-looking shipmate you'll turn out to be, son. Not half as good as the ship's captain, father. Oh, well, we'll have great adventures together. It's hard work aboard, but I'll always be there to help you in time of need. You understand, son? I love you, and I will always help you when you need me. I... I love you too, father. We're nearly to the ship now, and I think you have a better view atop my shoulders. Come here, you. <laughs> I see it. I see the ship, father. Yes, my boy. The good ship Endeavor, making itself ready to set sail with the finest crew in the land. Shall we board? Aye, aye, Captain. Well, Marcus, what do you think? Impressive, eh? Does the motion of the ship trouble you at all? No, I love it. I love everything about the Endeavor. Even in books, I'd never seen such big sails. Well, it's over 6,000 square feet of the finest light-woven silk. Only the best for the king's flagship. No other ship has seen more adventure. Nor more danger. Oh, Barclay yelled, kid. I nearly fell overboard. Not my intention, youngster. Just keep you light on your toes, eh? <laughs> Who's this, then? Well, this is Marcus, the captain's new son and the newest addition to our crew. Oh, bless me. It's an honor, sir. This is old Barclay, our cook. The finest chef and the finest man you're bound to meet on the endeavor. Loyal to a fault, but prone to a few shenanigans every now and again. Your father, sir, Captain Grant, is a great man, son. Pulled me out of a pit worse than yours, I reckon. He did? He did. A kind man. Very good indeed. Not one man on board wouldn't lay down his life for him. Should we be boarded by cannibals or pirates, eh? Uh, hold your tongue, Barclay. Pirates? Yes, my boy. The Endeavor has had its fair share of pirate attacks on the high seas. But we have never lost a mate. And the captain's musketeers are the most crackerjack shots in the Navy. Oh, but them pirates get sneakier and more cunning after every defeat. No, oh, Barkley, old boy. Let's not frighten the lad on his first voyage, eh? What should I do if we are attacked? Will I get my own sword, William? 
No need to worry about that now, Marcus. Your father'll see to it that you're trained for emergencies. But we all have work to do. Yes, Mr. Barclay? Aye, sir. Supper at sundown, sir. We can trust old Barclay, right? Oh, yes, dear Marcus. You're on Captain Grant's ship. And Captain Grant always picks the right men for his crew. Including you, my boy. Now, shall we begin your training? Let me show you how to work the sails. Stay tuned. This base camp adventure will be continued in the next episode.